Yeah, you're now tuning to the Everyday J Podcast. This is episode 16 of the episode. I'm not sure what we're naming it yet. I know it may sound a little funny right now because I'm not actually recording into a microphone. I'm actually talking into my computer on some futuristic shit. Because unfortunately for me, I just bought a new microphone with a new wire and a new spit screen thinking that I was getting ready to deliver a, a crispy fucking episode of the Everyday J Podcast to you guys only to realize that the system is not actually fucking working. And now that I've started this episode, everything in the house is getting loud for some reason. Now all of a sudden the air conditioner is coming on or the heat, whatever the fuck it is right now because it's still cold outside. But please bear with me and please enjoy this episode as much as you can. It probably sounds a bit better because the microphone that I was working with was a shitty one. And now that I have a new microphone, maybe it's too new and I need to upgrade my preamp because it's just not coming through as clear as it should be. But when I tested uh, talking through the, the computer, it sounded pretty good. The background was a little, you know, yeah, I know the background probably sounds a little crazy, but hey, we here now. It's fucking March. It's the second day of March Madness. I enjoy day one of March Madness, as I'm sure you did. And the big talk of the first night or day of March Madness was John ja Morant, the guard from Murray State. Man, oh man, this guy is must-see TV. I mean, I'd pay to go see this nigga. Like, I, I, don't, I don't pay too much. I, I, I try to get the hookup all, as much as possible, but I probably would pay to see this nigga. Or I will at least go to a summer league where he's playing at. Because he, I, I would take him number one because I don't think that Zion Williamson, uh, yes, he's, he, he, he's, he's one of the most athletic players that I've ever seen in my life. But he can be stopped in the NBA for probably the first, I'll say, two years or slowed down in the NBA. I think John Moran is going to get in the NBA. He is going to run buck wild. He can score pass he's a willing defender yesterday didn't show that much because he had to you know exalt a lot of energy uh on the offensive side because he is the catalyst for that offense to run at a high level and boy does it run at a high level with that kid i don't know how big schools missed out on him he's from out of a small town out of south carolina somewhere and somehow he winds up in kentucky I think it is, is where Murray State is uh, located. And he is balling the fuck out. And you know, March Madness is where you get your fucking name at. I mean, you come out and drop a triple-double in it, and it's pretty much like an easy triple-double. He, he, he controlled the pace of the game the entire time. Like, the, the game didn't go as fast as anybody else wanted it to go except for him. He controlled the pace. He, he was just like a, a stock car driver or some shit. I start doing these podcasts and I start using words and, and, and things that and examples and, and things to describe other things. And I use words that I, I don't normally fucking use, like stock car driver. This is my first time ever saying stock car driver. I don't even know if it's stock car driver, but it sounds good for the argument because that's how well 
uh, John Morant was running that offense yesterday. And uh, my man from Marquette got lost in the shuffle because of how great of a job uh, John Morant was doing. He, he, he got so lost in the scuffle, I can't even remember the kid's name right now. It's pretty good, pretty good, but he just he just was outmatched yesterday. And since we started this podcast on sports, because it is March Madness, I'm currently watching uh, day two, Iowa versus Cincinnati. The score is 53-52, uh, 10 minutes and counting in the second quarter. Uh, this, I'm actually, this is my first time looking at it because for the past uh, 25 minutes, I've been sitting here fighting with my computer and this new microphone trying to record this goddamn podcast. But since that didn't come through the way that I wanted it to, I chose to go a different route. And now I'm just talking into a fucking computer screen. I don't even know where the microphone's at in the computer. But thank God for Apple products, right? My old trusty Mac. Um, This is old news, but I still want to talk about it. Uh, last week when Le- LeBron James got his shot blocked by uh, Herzonia of the New York Knicks. And I don't... I, 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 LBJ just looked like he's just going through the motions right now. At this at this point of the time of the, of the season, it's just like, yo, I ain't making the playoffs. This nigga ain't missed the playoffs, God, probably since his fucking maybe first or second year in the NBA. And I think he probably slid in the playoffs in his second year because the, the nigga was fucking remarkable. I mean, you come out and drop uh, 26, 9, and 6 or some shit on the goddamn Sacramento Kings your first game out. You ain't missing too many playoffs. But the only problem with the Horizonia block was that LeBron didn't get any lift. And I'm just figuring that his lift was off. Ha, his lift was off. Like, he, he, he tried to get off on that one foot, but Horizonia was, was in his fucking pocket. And niggas look at it like LeBron lost something. No, maybe Horizonia played some fucking good defense. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know something about good defense. LeBron just had better defense on him. And also, he don't give a fuck. He, he he just waiting for this season to be over so he can go run around L.A. and, and get that pr- production money and, and producer and all that other shit. Because LeBron checked out after that fucking injury, to tell you the truth. And on the low, since this is my podcast and I can say whatever the fuck I want, the Lakers ain't been right since Alonzo Ball went down with his ankle injury. You know, a lot of people don't like Alonzo because... He don't fucking score 25 points a fucking night. Or they they expect more of him because his father overhyped him like he was supposed to overhype his son so that his son can secure a, a good spot in a draft and secure his fucking wallet for the rest of his fucking life. But that's either here nor there. I'm not sure if people are actually watching uh, uh, Lonzo Ball play. Because what I see is a kid who um, rebounds the ball. He plays great defense on ball and plays the passing lanes. Uh, a great passer and a willing passer. There's, there's two things. You can, you can be a great passer without being a willing passer, but you can't be a willing passer without being a great passer. Ah. And I say that to say this. I'm both. You know, I'm both. You ever play ball with me, you know, I'm a great passer. You know, it is what it is. Um, but I don't want to get off of, off of what I was talking about. Lonzo Ball is just not being appreciated because of his dad. You know, fuck it. It's his father's fault. He is his father's child. He didn't. He never said anything about his game. It was his pop who was talking all the bullshit. 
Thank God I haven't heard anything from him lately. Um, Pac-Man Jones. Uh, my man, Adam Pac-Man Jones, last played for the Denver Broncos last year. Of course, he got cut this year. But he was recently in the news for uh, an incident that happened at a casino in Indiana. And he actually took a plea deal. Uh, I'll read the read the headline for former Cincinnati Bengals cornerback Pac-Man Jones accepted a plea agreement Thursday in two cases that included nine felony and five misdemeanor charges stemming from an Indiana casino incident. Uh, my boy, it just he just can't get a fucking break. Pac-Man was arrested on February in February at Rising Star Casino in Ohio County. He was accused of threatening to kill an Indiana gaming commission officer and striking or grabbing a public safety official. He faced faced charges of intimidation battery against a public safety official, cheating at a gambling, cheating at gambling, attempted theft, disorderly conduct, public intoxication, and two counts of resisting law enforcement. Yeah, pretty much sounds like uh Pac-Man Jones is uh Zodiac, uh, his, 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 his fortune reading. Like if, if, if he were to die tomorrow on his, on his tombstone, it would read, he faces charges of intimidation battery against a public safety official, cheating at gambling, attempted theft, disorderly conduct, public intoxication, which is something that he's always dealt with, and two counts of resisting law enforcement. Yeah, that's, that's Pac-Man. Like, yeah, if, if you, if, if you was one of Pac-Man friends and you had to describe him to, to somebody, you would say all of those things. And and when I look at Pac-Man, he looks like a nigga who would cheat and talk. Right? He, he looks like a nigga who would treat who would cheat and talk. He's the type of nigga we playing, we playing for money, and he think that uh three of a kind is good. And he'll argue in, in, until you say, okay, all right, man, three of a kind is accepted. No, nigga. When we playing for money, three of a kind is not accepted in talk. And if you think that you're gonna drop with fucking with 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 with, with three threes or 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 three Queens, nigga, you get the fuck out of here. You better break that shit up, cause this game ain't gonna be running that goddamn fast, nigga. I will drop every other hand if you think I'm playing with fucking three of a fucking kind. Fuck out of here, Adam Pac-Man Jones. You in Indiana trying to trying to have them deal you a game of tunk, nigga. You at the poker table. You talking about nah? Let's play tunk. We playing tunk now. Fucking bully. Fuck out of here. I'm not trying to laugh at him. Staying in football, I can't believe Antonio Brown and Vontez Burfict. It both signed to the Raiders. Now, I don't know what you call a nemesis, but if a nigga constantly cracks my head late or illegally, nigga, he's an enemy. He's my nemesis. Now they teamed up. I, if I was Antonio Brown before anything, I have to talk to Burfick and be like, "Yo, you gotta allow me to bust you upside your head with this bat three times just to just so we can be on the same plane." Cause nigga, I mean. That's basically what he did. He used his fucking body as a human torpedo and and cracked Antonio Brown across his motherfucker head on more than two occasions. Now, I know it's a rivalry between the Cincinnati Bengals and the Pittsburgh Steelers, but, nigga, that's a little bit beyond rivalry. You can get shot for, for some of the hits that Burfick was putting on him. God damn. I know people probably think, like, well, what about Michael Jordan and Dennis Rodman? Fuck that. Dennis Rodman ain't fucking, ain't, ain't hit that nigga over the head with a helmet. Now he clotheslined the nigga, but, you know, he helped him fall, from what I remember. And football is ten times uh, less painful and, and 
on your body as football is. Nigga, a nigga can trip you and you can be out for three weeks in football, nigga. I mean, one of the toughest fucking sports there is. But I don't know. I think I, if I was Antonio Brown, nigga, I'd be punching. I'd be, yo, dude, you got to let me punch you in your mouth uh, every other Wednesday uh, unexpectedly just so, you know, I can get over the shit that you put me through. Because I, I believe he put that nigga out with a fucking uh, concussion one time or something, nigga. If he didn't, it damn sure looked like he did. Uh, sorry for that. Had to get some water. Also, if you notice, I'm not smoking during the podcast today. I smoked before I had my wake and bake. But I wanted to try doing this without smoking in between because sometimes it slows down my uh, my delivery. And also somebody told me, I don't know if the if the if the podcast sound bad or is it just that you keep smoking in between. And I'm thinking like, nah, it's probably the podcast sound bad, but we'll see how it sounds after me not smoking. Smart ass. You know who you are. Um, what else has been going on in sports? Uh, a couple weeks ago, a soccer fan ran on the field and punched one of the players in the mouth. Yeah. Ran, ran down on him. Like, like, like he owed him some motherfucking money and punched him in the mouth from the back. I don't know what it is with these other countries and these and these, and these soccer motherfuckers, but they, they them niggas take that soccer shit a bit too fucking serious out in, in in them different countries, man. I swear to God, man. I swear to God. But could you imagine if if player if if, if uh, people out of the stands attendance ran on the field on a football field? And punch Julius Peppers in the helmet from the back. I'm quite sure that motherfucker wouldn't have made it off the goddamn field. He wouldn't even had a chance to to get uh, prosecuted before Julius Peppers would have ripped his fucking head off. And you see what happened in the NBA with with the black motherfuckers when uh, in Detroit the the melee at the melee at the palace, the pal- malice at the palace, or whatever the fuck they called that shit. When all the nigga did was th- throw a Pepsi at Ron Artest, and I don't even think the right motherfucker got punched, but Ron Artest tucked that motherfucker in that goddamn chair and got suspended for damn near a year and a motherfucking half. That's the problem. Niggas don't respect soccer players. That's like, I'm, I'm guessing it's them little tight ass shorts or something, but niggas do not respect soccer players. It must be the fact that they don't wear socks. Or sometimes it don't look like they got on socks. Like, nigga, how do you put your bare feet inside of a fucking cleat? Nigga, do you know how hard a cleat is? A cleat ha- does not have half as much cushioning on the inside as a regular sneaker does. And these niggas is running around looking like ballerinas on the fucking uh, fo- football football field. I respect them and call it football. But nigga, this nigga ran on the joint, punched dude in his motherfucking mouth. Dude ain't do nothing. He duck like a bitch. Nigga, I wish a motherfucking... I wish a nigga would come punch me in the mouth as I'm standing on motherfucking stage, nigga. Nigga. Nigga gonna walk out that motherfucker with a mic stand up his ass. And I'm like, and that's gonna be that's gonna be the headline. Dude runs on stage, mic standing ass. Or it'll just say, mic standing ass, nigga. That's what the fuck it's gonna be. And, and as a matter of fact, that's what we gonna name this podcast. Mic stand in ass. Mike Stan. Nah, I'll just name it Mike Stan. Mike Stan ass. That'll be it. Mike Stan ass. Yep, just wrote it down, so 
episode 16 podcast will be called Mike Saying Ass. Because I wish a nigga would run a rundown on me as I'm sitting on the motherfucking, uh, as I'm standing on stage. I don't give a fuck. If you don't like none of the jokes I'm doing or, or, or they just are, like, I talked about you so bad that, you know, but the run on the stage, nigga. You know, I wish a nigga would. It won't go like that last comic who uh who motherfucker ran on the stage after and he was running around ducking the motherfucker and nope, I stand right there, square right up where he punched him a, a twenty five times, nigga, and ran in his pockets just for the respect of of disrespect. You know what I'm saying? Cause sometimes you gotta disrespect a motherfucker to respect them. That's what I believe. Sometimes you gotta disrespect in order to show respect. So I beat his motherfucking ass. And then run in his motherfucking pockets, take his motherfucking cash, and then walk off. Like, yo, see, that, I did that because I, cause I respect you. I don't, I don't want you walking around with no pocket full of money and use a bitch-ass nigga. Anybody can just go in your pockets and take your money. So I'd rather it be me cause since I just beat your motherfucking ass. And I'm sure you could take that better than anything else. You know what I'm saying? Uh, last but not least, with the... Uh, in sports, a boxer, uh, Caleb Plant, mom was brutally killed. I'm not sure if it had anything to do with uh, anything to do with his with, with ransom money or anything, but that's kind of crazy. And I feel for the nigga he fights next because nigga, he is going to motherfucking. Beat the shit out of you know what happened the last time a boxer fought somebody after their mom died. It was Mike Tyson, motherfucker. It was Iron Mike Tyson, and he got his ass whooped by Buster Douglas after Buster Douglas' mom died. And his mom died of natural causes, nigga. And he beat the shit out of fucking uh, Mike Tyson. Could you imagine what Caleb Plant going to do to a motherfucker who, after his mom just was killed? He gonna fuck around and look at you like you like you the motherfucker who killed his mother. Got to be crazy. I yeah, if if I was the one on that joint, if if I was the one uh who was fighting him next, I'd cancel. Yeah, I'd cancel that fight. I'd be damn I'm the next motherfucker who's uh who who's Who's gonna get punched in the motherfucking face by this nigga? Nigga, he gonna be punching through your motherfucking ass. I wish the fuck I would. No sir, Rebob. No sir, Rebob. Now that's the end of my sports update. Uh, I didn't write down a whole lot of shit, y'all, of course, but I have some stuff to talk about. Oh, I know what I'll talk about. Megan the Stallion, the Houston, the new Houston hottie who's who is killing it, who's killing hip-hop right now. Who, Megan, she is surely a stallion, and she's a smart stallion. So, you know, she, she's she's attending college and about to get her degree from somewhere. I'm, I'm not sure. All I know is, man, she is fucking fine. She got that new song, uh, The Big Old Freak Joint. Big Old Freak. Big Old Ski. That shit go hard as a motherfucker. I fuck with her. She... And if you ain't seen the video, you need to go watch the video. That's what really made me, like, talk about this on the podcast. Because Megan the Stallion's big old freak video. Oh, my fucking God. You talk about soft porn. That is soft porn at its finest. It's like, 
it's like back in the days in the nineties when I was watching HBO late night in, in, in Cinemax. You know what I'm saying? You you might see a nipple, you may see a nipple, but you ain't gonna see no cootie cat. That's pretty much the big old freak video. And that video actually made me think about the uh, the City Girls video because I never talked about the City Girls video uh, with uh, what's her name with, with Cardi B. I can't even remember what the fuck that shit was. But um, and everybody was all hype. Hold on, I, I gotta get it. I gotta make sure. Let me look it up real fast. Uh, Cardi B and uh, what the hell is their name? City Girls. Uh, yeah, what the hell is the name of that song? I'm sorry, guys. Uh, City Girls twerk. The, the twerk video. The City Girls and Cardi B twerk video. I was thinking of that after I watched uh, Megan Thee Stallion's big old freak video, which I like better than um, City Girls twerk video, which everybody was going crazy over. But the only thing that I seen in that City Girls video is a bunch of bitches dancing in dirt. Now, um, I'm not a fan of dirty pussy. And that video was the prime example of some dirty-ass pussy. And motherfuckers had a nerve to compare that City Girls video to Tip Drill, Nelly's video, when they had the finest strippers that was running around Atlanta and, and, and the down south in Houston and Miami. I'm sure you had all type. Man, these was the finest women I have ever seen. And I... if Now, I'd much rather see uh, a credit card being swiped through a through a, through a woman's booty than to see some dirty-ass bitches dancing in a dirty-ass park shaking their ass. Now, I'm just thinking that that's just some dirty-ass pussy, if you ask me. Get the fuck out of here. How the fuck y'all gonna compare that goddamn city girl shit to that? Nigga, no. I, I don't fucking agree. James fucking agree. But, you know, to each his own, if y'all think that, you know, that, that bitches dancing in dirt in Miami next to uh, next to a swamp, is 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 sexy and cute? Then you know you go on here. I'm gonna go ahead and keep on looking at Megan Thee Stallion's big old freak. She said, "I'm gonna make a wait for the pussy." Megan, ain't gonna ski. Man, that bitch fine as a motherfucker. Boy, I ain't gonna lie to you. That bitch is fine as a motherfucker. The shit, I would fucking do to her if she allowed me. Ah, but I digress. I digress. Hmm. You know what was bothering me? Last week I was watching Good Times. And it never dawned on me how fucking ugly J.J. Evans was. Now I know you shouldn't you shouldn't judge another 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 man or, or another human being or whatever. Men shouldn't judge men, but I'm not judging him. I'm just I'm just stating a fact. J.J. Evans was the ugliest lead man there ever was. I can't think of an uglier motherfucker than J.J. Evans, who was a lead man. And they always tried to make J.J. look like all the ladies wanted him. No, 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 no. J.J. would... Bitches ain't fuck with J.J. until he started painting. Basically, I'm fucking telling him. If if he would have never started painting, he wouldn't have got no pussy. Painting is what got J.J. some pussy. Just keep it all the way real with you. Just keep it all the way real. But J.J. had... Oh, my God. And you know, you... Back in the 70s and shit, niggas was extra ugly. I mean, the women was ugly. The, the women looked like niggas back in the, back in the 70s and the 60s because they all had the same goddamn hairdo. Tight-ass afro. Nappy as that? Never nappy as ever, bitch. Shit. You, you walk up on, 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 a, on, a, 
on a fat nigga with a trench coat on, you gonna think it's just a big joint. You fuck around and touch his butt. Now he turn around and look at you with a deep ass voice. Now you like, oh my bad money, I thought you was birth. Thought you was birth. I thought you was birth. You can't do no shit like that. Can't do no shit like that. Man. And when you ugly, you got to be funny as a motherfucker, man. Nigga, you can't be ugly and not have a sense of humor. Negro, please. You ain't gonna get no pussy. Ain't gonna fucking happen. But JJ managed to do it. He was the ugliest lead man there. I'm just trying to sit back and think of ugly ass lead men or ugly lead men in sitcoms. And hands down, JJ's the ugliest one. I don't even think there's a close second. Just, just, if you could think of somebody who's a close second, just let me the fuck know. But, oh, JJ. Poor JJ, man. Nigga was fucking crazy. I'll get off of him. I, I'm just telling you, I'm just going through shit that I wrote down in here. Some of these stuffs is just headlines. I didn't even read the fucking story, but I did see a woman was attacked by a bull. Woman attacked by her bull. I'm going to read that live. Woman attacked by bull. I just don't know how the fuck you get attacked by a bull. Oh, oh, the bull was hers, by the way. I'm sorry. Uh, it was her, it was her pet bull, her pet bull, yeah, 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 bitch was, you know, women mauled the death by, no, not dog, I'm talking about a real bull, you know, it's not, it's not showing me, I don't know where I've seen this story at, but yeah, highly aggressive bull mount car attacks woman in New Jersey, damn, yeah, here we go, yeah, in Jersey, highly aggressive, Bull mounts cards. A highly aggressive bull in New Jersey went berserk attacking its owner and charging at police officers after it got out of its enclosure. Um, first of all, if I was the police, the, the bull damn sure wouldn't have had a chance to to rush me or charge at me because I wouldn't have been on the scene that day. I'm sorry, but uh, I called off. Uh, something happened, nigga. I mean, I, I sprained the ankle or something, but I'd be damn... I'm, how do you even respond to... Uh, yeah, we have a, uh, a bull charging its owner. Like, nigga, I'm not taking that call. Are you fucking crazy? It said, a highly aggressive bull in New Jersey went berserk, attacking its owner and charging that police. How does it, how do you own a bull? Officers got several calls about a cow approaching cars on House's Corner Road in Sparta around 3 p.m. on Friday. Oh, that ain't, you know, it's Friday. Nigga just got paid. He trying to get the fuck out like everybody else. Shit. One of the calls was from the animal's owner who told police the cow was actually a bull and said the animal had been acting highly aggressive recently. I don't think that cops are trained in uh, defusing aggressive bulls. I'm not sure if they go through that training, but yeah, that, that'll probably make me not be a fucking cop if that was one of the criterias in order to get my blues and my badges, nigga, is is to, to defuse an angry bull, nigga. How the fuck do you do that? When Sparta police officer Arlene got to House Corner Road, the bull's owner was already at the scene in her own car. Oh, this bitch tried to... I guess she pulled up on the bull and, and talked to him through the window, put, put the passenger window down. I was like, yeah, Mr. Bull, can you go back home? I know that motherfucker problem. Rush the shit out of that goddamn car. Yup. Uh, car up a gravel road toward the farm, but soon began bumping against the car and trying to mount it. Yeah, I bet the bull was trying to turn that motherfucker over because you tried to intimidate this nigga with a car. You fucking crazy. Why the fuck do you own a bull? 
$77 million and Coke seized the New Jersey port is the biggest bust in the century. I remember seeing that. $77 million in Coke. I ain't no motherfucker still be doing that much cocaine that you could bring $77 million's worth over this motherfucker. God damn. I just don't know why this bitch owns a bull. This it, it didn't tell me why she owns this bull. It's just some it's just some white shit that happens when you got too much fucking money in space that you just go get a bull and Oh my god. And and speaking of being attacked, another woman um was attacked by a panther at a zoo after going through the gate. What is wrong with what what not only what is wrong with what what what, what white folk what is wrong with white women and just 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 thinking that they just they can just do whatever they want just a sense of entitlement from the white woman to think that she can just go through the fucking zoo gate and go pet a fucking panther who is the most one of the most dangerous animals on God's green fucking earth and the bitch get attacked, and then she's sitting there apologizing, like, yeah, I shouldn't have went through the gate. Uh, bitch, you think? And, and that's exactly what the panther was sitting back thinking. When you when you were sitting there, I know the panther was sitting there like, look at this bitch. Look at her. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm looking at her. She probably was looking at him like, oh, he's not responding. No, he's sitting there looking at this dumb bitch just don't know. I'm going to scratch the shit out of her face just for being this fucking stupid. I bet the panther probably went over there and fucking lift up the latch for the bitch and helped her in the fucking thing and then mauled the shit out of her. Um, white women, white women, white women. Sense of entitlement. You have so much entitlement, you think you can go inside of a panther's house and, 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 and get closer and talk to him. You got to be... Oh my god. I don't I don't know what God was thinking when he when he when he created the white woman, but he was like, you know what, they're gonna be the most fearless. No one is no one is as fearless as a white woman in America. They are fearless. And they have so much entitlement that this bitch thought that she can just go through the gate, pet a fucking panther. I know, I know that panther probably was sitting back like, look at this dumb bitch. She can't wait for me. I will, I'm going to scratch this bitch's eyes out as soon as she comes through here. You stinking bitch. You got to be. Oh, my God. White women, white women, white women. Sense of entitlement. Oh, sense of entitlement. I'm writing this down because that was actually a good bit that I could work on. Sorry, guys. But. This podcast is for me uh, actually uh, getting all of this this energy out of me and, and just relieving my stress to you guys. And also, it's it's a writing tool. I'm just not writing. Entitlement. Panther. This is raw. I think I think that's better than me sitting there uh, taking puffs of weed in between. Um, speaking of women. Lou Williams. Lou Williams. I want to talk about Lou Williams. I know I probably should talk about this during sports, but this has nothing to do with sports. This is this is strictly off the court. Lou Williams is the greatest six man to ever lace up a pair of sneakers. No, it's not because he has the most points as a six man in which he just passed Steph Curry's father, Dale Curry. He's the greatest six man because he 
successfully has two girlfriends. He had a song named after him by Drake entitled, excuse me, Six Man. So since Drake is the biggest star we have, and he names a song after Lou Williams, Lou old Lou Williams, Lou old, Lou old six, six Man Lou Williams, but he's such a great man and human being. Lou Williams is like one of the greatest human beings. I, I, it's like, it goes Martin Luther King, Malcolm X, or Malcolm Martin, Lou Williams. That's, that, that's my pecking order of greatest human beings that have ever lived. Malcolm X, Martin Luther King, Lou Williams, and Sammy Davis Jr. Yes, I'm, I'm mentioning Lou Williams in the same breath as fucking Martin and Malcolm because he successfully had two women, had, he has two girlfriends. Martin didn't have, Ma- 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 Malcolm, Ma- Malcolm had plenty of women, but they didn't know that they were sharing it. Martin Luther King, he got caught up for all types of fucking cheating. So why isn't, I might have to rearrange my greatest human beings list to Lou Williams, Malcolm X, Martin Luther King, and LeBron James. I put LeBron up there just because LeBron's the fucking man. Yeah, it is what it is. But Lou Williams just deserves more respect. He's the greatest six man to ever lace him up in the NBA, and he has two fucking girlfriends. It don't get no fucking better than that. How the fuck? How the fuck do you do that? It's a man walking around uh, Brooklyn in a Jewish area, kicking people's strollers, kicking kicking Jewish strollers and shit. I don't I don't, I don't know what's wrong with this man. But I, every time I watch the news of this motherfucker, it's somebody doing some of the most off the wall shit. Like to to if you if you Google this shit, just Google man kicking strollers in Jewish neighborhood. This shit is fucking hilarious because he is booting the shit out of that. He needs to be on the New York Giants football team the way that he is lining up these motherfucking strollers and, and, he, and these little Jewish babies kicking the shit out of them. And shit, there's another motherfucker running around Brooklyn just punching people in the mouth. Basically, what you gotta what you gotta understand about Brooklyn is, yeah, it's gentrified. Oh, but you still can get your ass punched in the mouth or get your baby kicked in the motherfucking stroller. Jesus fucking Christ. Jesus Christ. Well, I, I don't know. Let me see if I have anything else. I feel as though like I, I vented about everything. No, I had I had two stories that I wanted to talk about, and that'll end this podcast. I'm not sure how long I've been talking, but I hope that you enjoyed the show. I told you, this is just for me to vent, and now I, I'm not overthinking this shit no more. I just feel like talking to y'all. It's all I fucking feel like doing. Save stories. Okay, yeah, this this yeah this is something I need to talk about. Now all of a sudden after. I don't understand the news because the news is the most fickle fucking thing ever. One minute they're talking about how, how how good marijuana is for you. And then I read something on this uh, ABC news that says daily consumption of marijuana may have serious mental consequences. That's what study says. But they damn sure ain't studied me because my mental is, is pretty good and it's it's actually moving at a higher rate now. As long as you exercise and, and drink a lot of fucking water and read, nigga, that's the daily exercise of the brain. You need to drink a lot of water so you can hydrate the brain, read so you can have the brain muscles think and, and, and help you, and exercise 
is just the essential way of fucking living. But don't tell me that fucking marijuana is a fucking is is, is not good for you and it causes mental consequences. No, it fucking doesn't. Snoop Dogg looks fine to me. Bob Marley was fine to me. Wiz Khalifa and Currency are doing fine to me. It, like I, I, I just don't see how you can say something that is so good for you and, 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 and calms you and puts you at ease and slows down thoughts and, and just stops you from beating the shit out of people who piss you the fuck off or say off-the-wall things to you. You need to be happy that marijuana exists. So I'm not going to go deep into this, uh, this study I'll just say it's a bunch of hogwash and some bullshit. Miss me with that fucking marijuana is mental consequence. Nigga, please. A twin baby was born inside of a twin in an, in an external, extremely, an extremely rare birth. Here's how that's possible. What? A twin was born inside of a twin. This is an extremely rare birth. You think? So a baby was pregnant with a baby. Well, I guess the twin was pregnant with its with its twin fetus. Of course, they had to kill one of the, the motherfucker who was inside of the one baby because there was no way that they were going to fucking survive. But there's some weird shit going on out here. I'm just updating you on the shit that I did. Roseanne Barr, crazy ass. Roseanne, just shut the fuck up. Just, just shut the fuck up. That's... That's all I got on Roseanne Barr. Just shut the fuck up. Just shut the fuck up. <sighs> but I digress, people. I hope that you enjoyed this episode 16 of the Everyday J podcast. It's called Mike Stand Ass. Uh, tell a friend to tell a friend that this is the most beautiful venting machine that you have ever listened to. And I'm glad that you listen. Like I always like to say. If you're going to do it, do it big or don't do it at all. Why get hit by a car when you can get hit by a bus? Nigga, I mean, shit, if you're going to die, nigga, go, go out in a major fucking way. Go out in a major way. Keep your eyes open and your head on the swivel. I am Jay Sutton, and your mom is my DJ. It'll blow me down.